Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. When you find that you failed in your relationship with God, maybe you've simply forgotten who He is and all that He's done for you. Remember that he has not stopped chasing you for a moment. He is always in full pursuit of every part of your devotion. He brought you out of the bondage of sin, and he longs for nothing less than your whole heart. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel, and this episode is number six in a series called What You Need to Know by Heart. This series began in episode 20 of the podcast, and the premise is that our failure in this journey of faith is one of doubting God's promises and principles, but sometimes, well, we forget what God calls us to remember. Have you ever forgotten where you've placed something? Happens all the time at our house. I lay my phone down, then I forget where I left it. My husband and I always laugh over the kids misplacing their things. How do you lose a pair of shoes, we'll ask. As humans, we often say things are lost because they've only been temporarily forgotten. We know we'll stumble upon them again. But what do we tell our children about forgetting where things are? And what do I do about forgetting things myself? It's simple. I place things in the same place all the time. I take my shoes off when I come in the door and leave them in the mudroom. I hang the keys on the designated hook. The kids do the same. We create habits that prevent us from forgetting important things. And these are just simple, everyday routines. In this series on what you need to know by heart, I have shared Moses' Super Bowl pep talk with the children of Israel before they entered the promised land. He called them to remember the pain of the past, the place of the past, God's power in bringing them out of Egypt, and his promise of protection. He emphasized that the Israelites had to remember that God is bigger than anything they have faced, are facing, or will face. I explained that if there is one thing we've got to remember in deep loss and pain, it's that God is with us and he will not leave us to die in the wilderness. He will see us through the wilderness. The Lord has a purpose for the wilderness. If you're struggling to understand why God is doing what he's doing right now in your life, I encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 23 and 24, because we have to remember that God has not forgotten us in the wilderness. In fact, it's just the opposite. He's ahead of us. Praise the Lord. So here we are on the journey through the book of Deuteronomy and this series on what you need to know by heart. Anytime I'm reading God's word and a line is repeated, my antenna shoots up. So that's exactly what happened when I was reading Deuteronomy chapters 15 and 16, because three times the word remember appears. Chapter 15, verse 15, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. And chapter 16, verse 3, so that all the days of your life, you may remember the time of your departure from Egypt. And chapter 16, verse 12, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and follow carefully these decrees. 
It's obvious that God is calling his people not to forget the bondage they were in. God is reminding them three times not to lose sight of how they used to live. They had no choice but to work hard labor under Egyptian rule. They were slaves, servants, bound by the rods of the taskmasters on their backs. Physically and mentally, they grueled through days after days of brickmaking. But in light of this new promised land, God was giving them freedom that had not been experienced for generations. Three times he tells them to remember how he brought them out. And he's not just telling them to remember like it's a bad commercial stuck in their head for no reason. He gives them actions to take. Just like my husband and I tell our children to form habits that prevent them from losing their shoes, God is saying, do this so you'll remember. You see, God is doing more than telling them to memorize what he's saying. In each of these three passages we just read together, he is attaching action to the memory. He doesn't want them to just simply memorize, but to memorialize. Why? Because he knows we are but human. He knows our limitations, our prone to wandering, our propensity to forget. What is the difference between memorizing and memorializing? It's the attachment of purposeful action to stimulate the memory. It's not just a deposit into the brain. It's a behavior we intentionally choose, senses that we engage. When I dive into the memorials Moses preached to the children of Israel, I find they are in two categories, daily activities and special occasions. In the passages we just read, each time God is telling them to remember, the actions he tells them to take are specific to the occasion. In verse 15 of chapter 15, the occasion was the freeing of a slave. Here's what the Bible says. If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years, in the seventh year you must let them go free. And when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Give to them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. The reason for the action was to symbolize how God had freed them. This way they would remember. Then in chapter 16, just before the command to remember, the occasion is the Passover. They are to eat unleavened bread for seven days to remember the bread of affliction, how they left Egypt in a hurry on the Lord's command, and how he preserved them in the wilderness with manna bread from heaven. This was memorializing, because in the land of plenty, It would be so easy to forget God's blessing without the Passover occasion. Then the third reminder to remember is one of festivity and celebration. In order to recount the blessing of the Lord in providing grain in the fields at the end of seven weeks into the harvesting season, they were to give a free will offering in proportion to the blessings God had given them, and they were to rejoice. Do you see the pattern? Memorize, memorialize, and celebrate. This was the special occasion cycle of remembering that God gave to the children of Israel as they stood on the brink of their promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, a place of prosperity and blessing, a place that required intentional memory making. 
So I've chatted about the special occasion memory making Moses reiterated, but what about the daily activities? Because the truth is we tend to forget our shoes, right? In verse two of chapter 11, remember today, I know that word, remember again, remember today that your children were not the ones who saw and experienced. And then in verse 18, Moses tells them what to do to help their children know God. Because you see, their children didn't see Pharaoh's hardened heart turned, uprooted by the hand of God. They didn't witness the entire Egyptian army being swallowed up by the Red Sea walls. Their children hadn't walked out their tent doors and picked up that manna that God raided down. Their children had not witnessed God firsthand like they had. And so Moses told them what to do. Verse 18 of chapter 11. I love this. It's just so precious. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Moses says to them, tie them as symbols on your hands and bring them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Ah, we've reached the instruction for daily activities. This is how we remember what God wants us to know by heart. We incorporate his promises into our daily activities. We wear a bracelet as a reminder. We talk about how God's moved in our lives at the family dinner table. Take a nature walk and look at God's creation, noting the incredible detail of our creator. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you may have seen a recent story I posted of a new scripture quote my husband hung in our home. I placed it on the wall for me to see as I wash dishes and look out over our main living space. The angel of the Lord found you in the wilderness, Genesis 16, 7. God answered a prayer for us in a miraculous way. Because I've already shared this story in episode 17, entitled Learning to Pray from Women in the Bible, Mary, the Mother of Jesus, I won't share it again right now. But run back and listen to episode 17 if you need the encouragement that God still answers prayer today. His promises are true. I don't want to forget them. For me, this quote on the wall is a call to remember each time I see it. It's more than a scripture on the wall. It's a promise from God fulfilled through prayer, a representation of a miracle, a reminder of God's love that I never want to forget. Remember how I said that my antenna is up when I see a phrase repeated in God's word? In Deuteronomy chapters 15 and 16, three times we covered how God told the children of Israel to remember. Now check this out. Just before he told them to remember, in chapter 11, verse 1, the Bible says, Love the Lord your God and keep his requirements. And in chapter 11, verse 13, Love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and all your soul. In chapter 11, verse 22, Love the Lord your God to walk in obedience to him and to hold fast to him. For every time God told them to remember, he had previously told them to love him. You see, when you find that you've failed in your relationship with God, maybe you've forgotten who he is and all that he's done for you. Remember that he has not stopped chasing you for a moment.
He brought you out of the bondage of sin, and he longs for nothing less than your love. You are his redemption. God is always in pursuit of your whole heart. And that, my friends, is today's thread of hope. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. If you long to develop a close relationship with the Lord so you can remember He keeps His promises, then 31 Days of Prayers for the Heart prayer cards will meet you in your hardest moments to clear your head and calm your heart. And if you're listening to this episode on March 29th as it's released, the current buy one get one sale ends this Friday. If you purchase the set of Praying the Psalms prayer cards and the display stand for $27, you can add a copy of Praying the Psalms prayer journal, the Bible reading plan and journal, to your order for free. That's a $9.99 savings and the best discount we've been able to offer in the shop this year. So don't miss out on that. Buy one, get one. You can find this at rachelwojo.com shop. And as always, you'll find tons of free resources at rachelwojo.com, including prayer journals, Bible reading plans, and more. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.